Hey man, welcome back. Welcome back. We are here. We are here. <laughs> Another episode of the Illuminati Radio Podcast Show right here on Illuminati Radio with your host, Pastor Michael Smith, co-host, Sister Harvey. And if you just stumble across this podcast, make sure you hit that follow button. You know, so you got to hit that follow button and hit the notification bell somewhere around there so that you can be notified when we um drop these breaking news because this is breaking news. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? And um, don't forget uh, if you would like to uh, su- uh, donate, the cash app is dollar sign Illuminati Radio F U N D. That's Illuminati Radio Fund. Cash App Luminati Radio Fun. All right. Um, without further, let's go ahead and get into this. Uh, what's the name? Um, Charles uh, Clarence Williams. Clarence Williams. I remember they. You know, when I seen this um, news article, the first thing that they told me that he played in was Purple Rain with Prince. But uh-huh. but when I seen him playing in this movie Purple Rain and Prince. That wasn't his biggest adventure because he only had like a, a, a small role. And after he killed himself, he was no more. You, I mean, throughout the throughout the whole movie of Purple Rain, you probably seen the man maybe four times. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? So, so he's not known for Purple Rain. He's he's mostly known for Half Bake with uh, uh um Dave Chappelle. And Tales of the Crypt. Tales of the Crypt? I I don't know. I ain't seen yeah, that. He was he was the um um the caretaker, you know, would keep dead bodies in the you know. He took them three gangsters down. He was telling them all kinds of stories. All along, they was in hell. They didn't even know they were talking to the devil. Tales in the hood. I'm sorry. Tales. Oh, okay, okay. Now I didn't I didn't really see that too. He played the Undertaker, and he was telling them stories and everything at the mm-hmm. end. Well, if you look at him, if you look at him, he looks well. I'm, <laughs> he looks like he can. He play a good creepy guy. Yes, a good creepy guy. Cause even in Half Bake, he was the creep. You know what I'm saying? And in Purple Rain, he was also the creep. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna get you, sucker. He played in that. Oh yes, yes, I remember that one. And he also mm-hmm. played the creep in that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so he so he's just a creep creepy guy. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and hear this news story, Sister Harvey. Okay, Clarence Williams III uh, linked on the Mall Squad. Dies at eighty-one. The Harlem-born actor also received a Tony nom and appeared on the big screen in Purple Rain, Sugar Hill. Half-baked Tales from the Hood. Oh, that's right. He was in Sugar Hill. Yes. Okay. Okay. And and also um, half-baked. Yes. Then that one. And the Mod Squad. They they emphasize the Mod Squad within this. Because that might have been his last role. I think that that probably was his first role, or or that either that because the the reason the. When they when they emphasize a main picture, you know what I'm saying? That really nobody knows. None of us. I I don't know about the Mod Squad. I know about all the other movies, but I don't know yeah, about the Mod Squad. Right. 
1968, that's old. That's it. <laughs> Backwards, that's 86. That's like when you... So, yeah. So, the Mod Squad, his, his break probably must must have been what he had did his ritual to obtain. And all the other <laughs> all the other movies just fell into place. But right. the, go ahead. Clarence Williams III, who starred as the broading undercover cop Lincoln Hayes on the countercultural 1968-73 ABC drama The Mod Squad, has died. He was 81. William died in Los Angeles on Friday of colon cancer. His management told a Hollywood reporter, an actor of uncommon intensify, Williams began his career, intensity, I'm sorry, began his career on the stage and earned a Tony nomination in 1965. And you know what? And and by them saying that he died of colon cancer, that's like a, yeah. uh, that's like the elites making fun of him. Yeah, he died of colon cancer, all right. He was the best one in the industry that we ransacked. That's that's that's. that's... I know when you was going with that one, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, exactly. They, it's like yeah, I bet you, I bet you, the elites right now is laughing at the way they were reporting this news article, and he died of colon cancer. They making all sorts of insider jokes. But go ahead. The actor of uncommonly in intensity Williams began his career on the stage and earned a Tony nomination in 1965 for best feature actor in a play for his work in the powerful three person drama three person drama slow dance on the killing ground decades later he returned to Broadway to star opposite Maggie Smith in the original 1979 production, Tom Stopper, Night and Day, Night and Day, on the big screen, the Harlem native portrayed Prince's troubled father in Purple Rain, 1984, and was, was Wesley Snipes and Michael Wright's drug addict dad in the Sugar Hill, 1993. And Gypsy Tour yeah, Tours, the legend of the 1900-1998, William tapped into his family's musical roots to appear as jazz legend Jelly Roll Motion Morton. Known for his prestigious afro and gap toothed smile. Williams also worked regularly with same director John Franklin Hamner. You know they, they you know they missing another they missing another movie he played in. I think it's coming up. Uh okay, okay, let's let's see let's see let's see if it, go ahead. Okay, was fame director John Franklin Hamner first on Elmer Leonard's fifty two pickup? Nope. 1986, and then on The General's Daughter, 1999, and then Reindeer Games, 2000, and two telefilms, 
the Arctic set against the wall in 1994 and George Wallace in 1997. Uh, they done missed out a whole movie. And this was a big box office hit movie that they missed out on this one. And you probably know which one I'm talking about. Lawrence, he played opposite Lawrence Fishburg in the movie, um, uh, uh, under, uh, uh, Deep Cover. Oh, yeah! He was the detective. I think I remember, yeah, yeah I think it, I remember Yeah, he was the detective in Deep Cover towards the end, uh, 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 um, he was the detective in Deep Cover that um, that Lawrence, he was playing opposite. Actually, that was a major role he was playing in because Lawrence Fishburne was hotter than fish grease back then. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So he was playing opposite Lawrence Fishburne. He was, you know what I'm saying? He was going after Lawrence Fishburne because Lawrence Fishburne was selling drugs at the same time, you know what I'm saying, being the cop. And... And this guy, Mr. Clarence Williams, was the one that was uh, uh, cracking down on Lawrence Finsburg. Yeah, and and that was a big that was a big movie because actually uh, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre played on a soundtrack. They, they uh, the soundtrack. That's back when Snoop Dogg was just on a youngster. He had a high top fade back then. Yeah, they missed out that movie. They. They, they, they said all them other movies, but they missed out that one. It's a lot to read. Okay. Williams also displayed, displayed a flair of comedy, playing a formal leader of the People's Revolutionary Army in Keen Ivy Wayne's Keen Ivy Wayne's. Keen Ivy Wayne. Oh, yes. I remember that movie. Yes. Uh-huh, Black Exploitation, uh, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, 1988, mm-hmm. and The Manacle Drug Lord, Samson, Simpson, and the classic F-Bait, 1998, on David Chappelle. Yeah. And the Tales from... Go ahead. Yeah, he was the, uh, he was the, the big, uh, I think it was the, I think it was the drug... Yeah, big, yeah. I think he was the drug <laughs> kingpin... I think. Yeah, yeah, it's a drug noise. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Okay, in the Tales from the Hood, in 1995, Williams had some strange stories to tell as the eerie funeral director, Mr. Sims. That's who he played. Yeah. Williams owned a debt of gratitude to Bill Cosby, who had seen slow dance on the killing ground and recommended the actor to to producer Alan Spelling, who was casting the Mod Squad. Spelling then gave Williams a small part as a reluctant getaway driver on an on an anthology series that he and Danny Thomas were producing. And and that's a Mod Squad. Yes. Why has he got a small part, but yet that's what he, you know what I'm saying, in his death, that's what's his all, all on the headline. He's known yeah, for the mod squad. That's why they portrayed this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he played, I mean, come on, uh, Half-Baked, he had a more of a big role in Half-Baked. 
Uh, um, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Yep. Those were major roles, I guess. Those were. And awesome. he was a star of Tales of the Hood, so he was telling different stories, and uh. they were showing the different stories. He was telling to the gangbangers, and he was showing them that they died and got shot up, and they were wondering why they were standing there. And when he opened them coffins, they they bodies was in the coffin, and all of a sudden his horns came up. He said, "Welcome to hell." And it went off. <laughs> uh, uh, the the Mod Squad is that a white folks movie? It gotta be because I, I I don't remember that. I'm too young. That's probably why he they say he's known for the Mod Squad because all them other movies that he they played in. Putting that on top, ex- we know of, exactly. You know. All them other movies that he played in was known for black people. Black that was all the, all, the, all those other movies was black movies. So you get it, colon cancer, his big roles at the bottom. Don't they all have a <laughs> You said we were uncensored. <laughs> I mean, it all coming together. Y'all were putting best roles at the bottom, and then y'all say he died of colon cancer. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, right. I'm telling you, the Elise is making jokes about this right now. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, William, okay, Spelling was on hand for William C. They went in, they robbed the store, you heard a pistol, a pistol shot, and they ran in the car. The producer recalled in a 1999 interview for the art child of America television, then Williams drove off and smashed right into a telephone pole. I thought everyone, everybody was killed. We all rushed over. They rushed over. I saw Clarence. Clarence, what happened? He said, I've never driven before. I said, why didn't you tell me that? He said, because I wanted the job. I hired him that night for Mod Squad. Created by Bud Ruskin, who had led an LAPD undercover narcotic unit, the Mob Squad, round hmm. up Aaron for five seasons on ABC, William Peggy Lipton as Julie Barnes. Oh, I see why. I see why. <laughs> because that is a television series. Yeah, ABC. All, all the other ones are movies. Mm-hmm. They just talking about this ABC series. And AB and it's ABC. That's 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 prime time. That's you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That that means you got to do you got to do heavy rituals to be on prime time. You know what I'm saying. And they they when when they say Oprah moved from prime time to having her own network on cable TV, that was a downgrade. Oprah then did. Yeah, she downgraded us though. <laughs> because it but because any channels between to channel two and channel eleven. If you got a slot within channel 2 and channel 11, you good money. You got profit sharing. You share in the ad revenue that comes in. That's why, uh, um, what's her name? Judge Judy, you know what I'm saying, was a top paid actor uh, judge show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But go ahead. Yeah, Michael Cole as Peter Kochgren portrayed young adults who had run-ins with the law. Link had been arrested during the the Watts riots before becoming cap under the command of Captain Adam Greer. 
Kick, Tyga, Andrew, the Mall Squad tapping into the vibe of the era, incorporating timely issues like racism, anti-war protests, drug addiction, and two storylines as Link, Julie, and Pete infiltrated high school acting classes, prison, hippie, newspapers, gangs, movies, sets, etc. to catch the bad guys. They were more definitely the hippest and coolest undercover cops on television at the time. Note the website, Groovy History. It's a website called Groovy History. William was born on April 21st, 1939, a son of professional musician Clay Williams. 1939. 1939. And he started his career in 68. And here he is, dying at 81. 81. This Negro was born to die. And you know what I'm saying? Not, Not born as in when he came out of his mama's womb. But at in 1968, when he started his career, he, that's when he was really born. And he was born okay. to die. Yeah, yeah, 1968, yeah. backwards, that's 86. So when you want to get rid of somebody, what you do? You're 86 them. Yep. So, you know say So 1968, he's 39. Uh, um, he was born 1939, 39, backwards, that's 93. Rolls and backwards, that is time. T I N E. 81. Right. 81, 18, forward and backwards. It's ritual. So, yes, yeah, so he was born to die. Go ahead. Okay, like I said, he was born August the 21st, 1939, the son of professional musician Clay Williams. His father, I guess. He was raised by his grandparents, composer, pianist Clark Williams. A frequent collaborator of blue legend Bessie Smith, whose songs were used years later in Ain't Misbehaving and Eva Taylor, a singer and actress. William became exposed to acting as a teenager when he stumbled upon a rehearsal for Dark of the Moon at the Harlem YMCA. Cicely Tyson was starring in it, and the director gave him a couple of lines in the play. After appearing in a un in a, in a uncredited role in Lewis Milestone Pork Chop Hill, 1959, and on Broadway in 1960s, The Long Dream. Williams enlisted in the U.S. Army and served as a paratrooper in the 101 Airborne Division. Back home, he played on Broadway in The Great Indoor and served as an artist in residence at Brandy University before his big break on the Mod Squad. Link was very different. Link was a very different role for an African American, a wonderful lead character that a lot of of, of youngsters, black and white, 
and principally African Americans, youngsters could so what identify. They, so what they're saying is, so what they're saying is, uh, in too deep movie. Oh, uh, that's that, that that don't mean nothing. What they saying is, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Don't mean nothing. What they saying is, half baked. Don't mean nothing. What they're saying is, all of these other movies that he played major roles in, that got great reviews on in in the circuit, don't mean nothing. But this TV ABC series means everything. Right, that's the way they put that out in the front. Wow. <laughs> Prime time. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, they saying the young, youngsters could identify with. He told the Los Angeles Times in 1995. However, five years on, the show was enough for him. They wanted to go six for seven years. And I decided I didn't want to do that. Williams told the Chicago Tribune, Tribune, Tribune in 1997. I'd done all I could with the part. And so I said, let me go back, refresh myself, learn some things, read, travel, and just try to put some more arrows in my quiver. Williams did return for a Mob's Ball reunion telephone in 1979. Omar Epps played Link opposite Clary, Dane, and Gavani Ripsies in an ill-advised 1999 feature version of the series. He went on to play FBI agent Roger Hartley on the original Twin Peaks and the Humanoid Omelette Clan on the Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And from 2003 to um, 2007, Williams portrayed father figure Philip Cross opposite Kelly Martin. And ten mystery women telefilms on home Hallmark Channel. You know anything about that? Uh, no, but I know that's the that's that, that, that that's that's a cable that's a cable network. Which <laughs> yeah, Hallmark. Yeah, yeah Hallmark. Hallmark yeah, you you don't really get paid that much to be on cable. I can be on I can be on a cable network. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. if, if I pay them, you know what I'm saying? If I pay. Uh, whatever network, if I pay the Hallmark Channel to to, to feature uh, my thirty second show on a thirty minute show on the Hallmark Channel, I can be on the Hallmark Channel. Anybody can be on cable network, but to be on prime time. Oh, okay, they're coming up with some more of the movies he played in, and I, I recognize one, and that was Hoops. Hoops. Remember Hoolum? Hoolum, Hoolum, yes. Play in life. He played the um towards the end. 
towards the end of the movie, he was the guy in the wheelchair. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Telling the story, telling the story of, yes, he was that guy. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Okay, yeah, so he played in Life, 1999. Then another movie, Imposter, 2001. Mm-hmm. Constellation, 2005. America Gangster, 2007. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, go ahead. America Gangster, 2007. A Day in the Life. 2009 and Lee Daniels, the butler, 2013. What part he played in the butler? Because I didn't, I didn't see that. The but I don't, I don't, I didn't really see the butler. I didn't really but see he, that. He movie. wasn't the father, no. I didn't really see that movie. Mm, I seen the butler. That's the Lee Daniels movie, the butler. But you, okay. but you, but you know something? His, the Mod Squad is his breakthrough. The Mod yeah. Squad, the the producer and the director, the whoever is over them that Mod Squad franchise, mm-hmm. they they have they are receiving a big fat insurance check from his death. Wow. That's how it works. Because when they see when these celebrities when they sign on to these uh different deals with these different networks or, or, or not networks these different deals with these different uh shows or acting these shows and stuff like that. Well, mm-hmm. when they sign a contract, they also sign an insurance policy. So after the death, that whoever is over the Mod Squad franchise getting is getting a big fat insurance check. From his death. Uh, I heard of Lee Daniels. I know he's a. You know, Oprah Winfrey played in it. Yeah, I heard of Lee. Yeah, I heard of Lee Daniels. And Oprah played in it as the mother. Her husband worked at the um, White House as a butler. He had two sons. One got killed, and the other one. Joined the um, military, came back and started, um, you know, marching for their rights. Hmm. Nah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch that. Okay, and it says, okay, so that's the bottle was 2013, and appearance on TV Hill Street Blues. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. He was a, he was, he just, he just made a carry, cameo appearance. That, that, okay. that you don't get you don't really get paid you don't really get paid for cameo yeah, appearances. Yeah, yeah. They got more. Yeah, you okay, get you get for ca- for cameo appearances you get paid maybe like three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Miami Vice, Law and Order, Everybody Hate Chris, Burn Notice, Justify, and Empire. William was married to actress Gloria Foster. Oracle in the first two Matrix movies from 1967 to 1984. He is survived by his sister, Sandra Pugh, daughter, Jamie Phillips, niece, Sue Ann, yes, yeah, Sue Ann Shaw, grand nephew, 
Elliot Shaw and Elf Shaw and grandniece Isaiah Bergen. And that's the So he only family. had one daughter all of these years of his life. He only had one damn child. Damn, you lived from 1939 all the way to, to, to 2021, and you mean to tell me, and you are up in the midst of action, you mean to tell me you only had one child? Something is suspicious about that one. Is this man gay? This man must have turned... I heard a foster name. Uh, it's a oracle in the first two Matrix movies from 1967 to 84. That's who he was married to. So now he only had one one child. So so I guess after he after his marriage he must have turned gay. Something went wrong after 84. Yes, he must have turned gay because I don't understand that one. I mean, come on, look at look at um uh uh what's his name um Eddie Murphy. Even though yeah. Eddie Murphy is fru- fru- fruitier than a damn fruity pebble, look how many kids he got. At least he got more than one kid. Yeah. But you mean to tell me this guy right here, all of these years, up to all the way up to 2021, he only got one damn child. Either something's wrong with his plumbing or, or something is wrong with his funny. Something, something, ain't, right. something ain't right about that one right there. Something ain't when right. I was looking through the um, news, my news thing, something popped up, and I knew it was fake news. Talking about R. Kelly was released. Come to find out, that was the picture they took of him when he was coming out of court for his child support. <laughs> R. Kelly, that's why I didn't send it to you, because I knew it was fake. Yeah, R. Kelly wish he was released. R. R. Kelly is finished. <laughs> he ain't getting released. And some dummies out there believe he, he, he really, really, they believe in it. Talking about, I hope he wrote enough songs when he come out this time. They really believe in it. He can write enough songs all he want. They done pulled all of his stuff. Yeah, they done pulled all of his music off of the off of the uh off of the streaming services. Where's he gonna put them at? How's he gonna get his music out? He no longer got the platform. He's still locked up. He's still locked up. It's just that they keep canceling in his trial. Because due to the virus, even though it's supposed to be set in September, they said they finished um jury selecting. It's just that due to the virus, anything can change. Oh, okay, okay. And I don't know. I don't watch this movie, but it kept popping up on my phone. Gone Girl. I don't. Is that a movie or a TV series? I think Gone that's a Girl? T. I think that's a TV series. I think. Okay, that. well they saying that the, the, she got uh she was in a uh, charge of uh, car accident. That popped up on my phone today. What? I was gonna pull it and send it to you. Okay, okay. You, I want you to do is you uh, pull that news report because we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna wrap this one up and we're gonna yeah. we're gonna do that one. We're gonna and wrap this one up. We're gonna do that one. Girl. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Gone girls. Yeah, this because that just happened, right? Yeah, it just popped up today. Okay. Okay. So we're we gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap this one up and do that one. We want to thank you okay. all for tuning in, everybody, to the the baddest podcast in the land <laughs> with Pastor Michael Smith yeah. and Sister 
Sister Harvey in the Heezy for Sheezy. You know what I'm saying? And if you are new here, you just stumble across this podcast, you make sure you hit that follow button, hit that notification bell, because that's the only way you are going to get this truth right here. You know what I'm saying? If you want to sow your seed and donate and, and support this podcast, the Cash App link is dollar sign Illuminati Radio Fund. That's Illuminati Radio F-U-N-D. Illuminati Radio Fund. You'll see the logo when you see what it pulls up there. All right. And uh, don't forget, if you want to tune into our Bible study classes, you know what I'm saying? Just go on to my Facebook page, which is P-S-T-R, Michael Smith on Facebook, and I'll add you to the group, and you can attend the Bible study classes and learn a lot, too. That's uh, Send me the friend request to P-S-T-R, Michael Smith on Facebook. And I'll add you to the group. Don't forget our morning shows is our Facebook page, which is Illuminati Radio on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? And the 90.1 Israelite Radio. And I think that's going to wrap it up. We are going to see you guys on the next podcast. Any last words, Sister... I mean, I was about to call you Sister... Any last words, Sister Harvey? What I'm noticing, a lot of actors... That I grew up watching on TV, you know, whether it be an actor or, or, or a celebrity, a lot of them dropping like flies. Yeah, I mean, but, one after another. Because it's it's a it's a great it's benefit. That time. Is it that time? No, it's a great benefit. You see, being at the pandemic, a lot of studios and a lot of companies that host these shows, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. lost a lot of money. So how do you, what is the biggest way that you recoup on the money that you have lost? Well, if you got actors that's already signed to you, well, they done signed insurance policies. Let's go ahead and kill them and collect on that. Because they work more dead than alive. There you go. There you go. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that. A lot of actors. And mm. this what shot me when, I, when you sent me that. I said, what? He passed away? Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember him. Mm-hmm. I hope I don't know. I ain't gonna say it. but you don't know. But we just took that lesson about hey, you. You need to know where you're going when you when when it's that time. You really need to know where you're going. <laughs> you really need to know where you're going because that rest in peace. A lot of people got it confused. Amen. Amen. So let's go ahead and wrap this up because we got the Gone Girls okay. coming up next. Okay. Till next time. How you bless you all. I'm going to send it to you so you take a look at it. Okay. All right.